Listen to this, you who walk all over the week, you who treat poor people as less than nothing, who say, when's my next paycheck coming so I can go out and live it up? How long till the weekend when I can go out and have a good time? Who give little and take much, and never do an honest day's work? You exploit the poor, using them, and then, when they're used up, you discard them. God swears against the arrogance of Jacob, I'm keeping track of their every last sin. God's oath will shake earth's foundations, dissolve the whole world into tears. God's oath will sweep in like a river that rises, flooding houses and lands, and then recedes, leaving behind a sea of mud. On judgment day, watch out. These are the words of God, my master. I'll turn off the sun at noon. In the middle of the day the earth will go black. I'll turn your parties into funerals and make every song you sing a dirge. Everyone will walk around in rags, with sunken eyes and bald heads. Think of the worst that could happen, your only son, say, murdered. That's a hint of judgment day, that and much more. Oh yes, judgment day is coming. These are the words of my master God. I'll send a famine through the whole country. It won't be food or water that's lacking, but my word. People will drift from one end of the country to the other, roam to the north, wander to the east. They'll go anywhere, listen to anyone, hoping to hear God's word, but they won't hear it. The message 400 years of silence. That's how long it was between the Old and New Testaments of the Bible. In that period, there was no word from God. No prophets sent by God. No divine message, at all, of either judgment or grace. There was complete silence from the Lord. Until the fullness of time, when the incarnation of Jesus changed everything. Why so long to hear from God? The prophet Amos delivered a scathing message to God's people about their total disregard for the poor and needy in the land. Those in positions of authority and power in Israel merely looked on the less fortunate as commodities, as pawns to be taken advantage of for the rich merchants. Because the wealthy never took the time to listen to the poor, God would not listen to them. A famine was coming, neither about hungering for food in short supply, nor about thirsting for clean water. Instead, there will be a scarcity of hearing words from God. Folks can search far and wide just to get a wordy tidbit or even a crumb of a message from the Lord, but they won't find it. Whenever people refuse listening to the poor, the entire human community is at risk of experiencing a famine of God's speech. That's for all people, not just some. Justice is the responsibility of everyone, and not just a few. Greater than if you can't feed a hundred people, then feed just one. Greater than. Greater than Mother Teresa. Scripture says people don't live on food alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, Deuteronomy 8 3, Matthew 4 4. God's word is necessary sustenance, just as much as the need for three square meals a day. Withholding both physical and spiritual resources from others, either through sheer inattention or blatant disregard, damns a society to experiencing famine in the total sense of the word, for all, not just some. We live in a day when the poor are often disregarded. Either they are ignored altogether or are given handouts and services without ever having any significant human contact. In other words, very few people take the time to listen and get to know the real face of poverty. After all, we are busy making money and checking our stocks, and oh my, perhaps we have the answer as to why there is such a lack of revival in the land. The Lord shows such solidarity with the poor that to ignore them is to ignore God. No matter our financial picture and outlook, Every one of us can grace the poor with the gift of time and listening to them. For in doing so we might just be listening to the voice of God. God identifies closely with the poor, distressed, and needy. The Lord listens to the lowly. So, we as God's people, are to share the same concern. God will rescue the needy person who cries for help. And the oppressed person who has no one's help. He will have pity on the poor and needy. And will save the lives of the needy. 
Psalm 73:12-13 GW. Those who mock the poor insult their maker, those who rejoice at the misfortune of others will be punished. Proverbs 17:5 NLT. Those who are gracious to the poor lend to the Lord, and the Lord will fully repay them. Proverbs 19:17 Seb. If you close your ear to the cry of the poor, you will cry out and not be heard. Proverbs 21:13 NRSV. Those who give to the poor will lack nothing but those who turn a blind I will be greatly cursed. Proverbs 28:27 Seb. Give your food to the hungry. And care for the homeless. Then your light will shine. In the dark. Your darkest hour will be. Like the noonday sun. Isaiah 58:10 Seb. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me. To proclaim good news to the poor. Isaiah 61:1 NIV. Jesus said, If you want to be complete, go, sell what you own, and give the money to the poor. Then you will have treasure in heaven. Matthew 19 21, Seb. If we are rich and see others in need, yet close our hearts against them, how can we claim that we love God? My children, our love should not be just words and talk, it must be true love, which shows itself in action. 1 John 3 17-18 GNT. We already have words from God. What will we do with them? Gracious God, you are found everywhere, both the halls of power, and the back alleys of slums. As I seek you more and more, may I see the face of Jesus in everyone I encounter, whether rich or poor so that I can share the gift of life with them all in this season of anticipation. Amen.